is your host Naomi and today I have an amazing show for you. It's going to be about how to hire and manage a remote team. This episode is going to be a two-parted. First part we're going to address how to hire and then the second part how to manage your remote team. This specific topic was inspired since uh, two days ago during our Fort Lauderdale in-person events. Gabe Gabriel Cosio, one of our fellow wizards, was presenting on a different topic, but we somehow ended up within this topic. Apparently, it is something that people are still dealing with a lot, and I am more than happy to share my thought process or the things that I learned during the years when it comes to how to hire and manage a remote team. Also, huge shout out to Shang Huang, who was just on the last episode he was sharing a few tricks on how to use mind map to simply think more clearly and be more strategical and for today's episode i actually present while looking at a mind map if you're interested to see this mind map or use this mind map i'm going to make it available for you in the show notes so just make sure that you're going to grab yours but let's get straight to the point let the show begin i'm going back to the first years so the when we started our business the first year i was doing everything by myself and barely the second year it was like okay we need to hire someone and what is the responsibility or position that we can hire someone for and back then we just started with the first hire and since then we are just continuing to hiring people finding people and making our team better as we go so basically the process is going to be today about how to hire and if you're going to hear my click here please do not mind it because i will need it in order to make sure that i can see this whole mind map i think the most important thing is understanding what experience level do you need to hire someone does it has to be an expert does it has to be a beginner if it is an expert that will give clear action steps for you or your team to follow and execute. So that is an expert, basically. Let's say you are hiring out specific tasks, how to do, I don't know, we are working now on email marketing, someone who is working in active campaigns, how should we go about when we email, how often should we do it, what topics should we bring on. So basically that is an expert. A beginner is a person who should be trainable and execute to the needs of your business. These two things are already really important and are going to differentiate you from someone who's just starting out to someone who understands the concept because most people do not understand why or they are going right away and they are going to hire an expert and they are wondering why is this so expensive. So just keep in mind whenever you're going to insert that word expert when you're going to search for someone just be aware that you're going to pay a lot more than when you would hire someone who's at the beginner intermediate level whatever position you want to place them second thing is how much budget do you have and how much budget do you need this is very important since most of the time what i'm noticing is people either underestimate either overestimate the budget that they have in order to hire someone so just make sure if it's realistic it's 500 bucks that you can afford for that position just put it aside and see does the person that i want to hire do they need to be an expert probably the 500 dollars might not be enough or maybe if it's a project bit it will be enough but if it's a part-time or full-time is that budget enough for me to hire someone right the next step in how to hire is how much does 
the work takes so how many hours does it take basically is this a project based or is this a part-time or even full-time based position why is this so important is because next once that we know this we can go to platforms so we will know clearly okay these are a few platforms that you can use and based on how much budget do you have what is the experience level that the person needs to have and how much time does it requires you are able to choose which platform to go first so when it comes to platforms there are several platforms these can be used both for project-based part-time and full-time the first one that i like and we are using quite often is online job speech second one is fiverr third one upwork fourth free up and fifth this is something that if you have already someone working within your team i wrote here connections of current employees this is a goldmine since when an employee is already on the team and they have recommendations of who else could be on the team that is going to save you a lot of research right you will still have to write down your job description and everything that you're looking for but once the, a connection of a current employee comes through it's going to be way easier for you depending on which platform are you going to choose we are going to continue with the hiring process so the hiring process can be project-based can be on a part-time or full-time base and based on on the position we're either higher on the platform or off platform it is really up to you to decide which route to go we've been doing both ways but here just be aware that both models on platform and off platform have positive and negative outcomes just be aware of that right let's say that we are hiring someone for project base then i would recommend to hire on the platform especially if you're going to hire via fiverr or upwork because it's going to be for a shorter period in this scenario we would look up contestants that we think that they are a good fit we would contact them and then once that we contact them then we are going to present what are uh, your expectations from the project and from this person uh, what your budget is and how does the project look like then asking for previous work experience for similar products that you want to work on once that that's done the next thing is going to be to going through all the most important questions that are really crucial or have a huge impact on your delivery so once that okay you've contacted the person they just show you okay which are the projects that they worked on they are similar to whatever you want to do then it's going to be really crucial if you have something specific for the position if you need someone who's really paying attention to details and so on just make sure that they are going to show you proof that they paid attention at those details that you are looking for for example for me paying attention to details it's really really important does not matter what type of job i'm hiring for then that's going to be important for me and i'm going to ask for it and if this person is the right person for the job just move forward with the process and hire that person now if you're going to hire on a part-time or full-time basis it's really up to you to decide which route to go are you hiring on platform off platform the next thing is going to be most important questions for part-time or full-time hires i think this is really crucial since for project base you get a feeling of what they can do what they cannot do and it's basically a limited budget to work on however for a part-time or full-time hire it's going to be a a larger budget for that these are a few things that i like to ask other jobs are they working currently in other jobs and if so how much time 
does that other job requires. Experience level, which are their hard skills, if specific hard skills are needed, they must show proof of those skills. And if the person does not have those most important hard skills, uh, you really have to make a choice. Is this skill something that it's really going to make or break my business? And based on the answer to this question, you'll decide if the person should be further evaluated or not. Until now, I did not hire so much for hard skills, but I was, this is a nice person. I can hire them. They are trainable. Their experience level can be beginner to intermediate. So I'm fine with that. I did prefer the intermediate level. However, what I'm noticing now, it does not matter how the level they're at. If they don't show proof of some very specific hard skills that I'm going to go through within a few minutes, then I'm noticing that if I am being indulgent, for those skills, those skills really can make or break the business. So just be aware if there are any hard skills your business requires. The next question that I would ask is weather conditions. What are the weather conditions? If they are, for example, as I was mentioning, online jobs page, we are hiring or we've been hiring for the past two years people from Philippines. They are amazing people. But it also comes down to weather conditions. What are the weather conditions are going to determine how available for the job are they or not? That is something crucial to talk about. Uh, that most people are not really even mentioning. Now, personal commitments. Are there any personal commitments? Are they taking care of elderly? Do they have kids? Is this something that is going to affect their performance that is very important for you to know because giving you an example the first hire that we had she was brilliant she was more than we were looking for only problem is that we'd never ask if she has any other personal commitments and we ended up that she did had other personal commitments which eventually after two months progress she had to quit her job since she did not realize how much would it impact the hours that she put in it to their personal commitments. Try to not be too pushy when asking these questions, but these questions are important and they should disclose things as much as possible. And the next thing is internet connection. So this is negotiable sometimes because internet connection, if they don't have the, the if they have all the rest, but the internet connection is not the best. Just making sure that once that they are going to start, the internet connection is there and they do have a backup. They also have a backup generator for power because that's also important. After all these questions you've gone through, we're going to go through evaluation. The way how we evaluate things is uh, in four steps. We have the first step, which is a written interview. Here, what we will do, we will send out a form first with some of the most important questions, the ones that I just mentioned, right? Other job, if they have experience level, weather condition, personal commitments, internet connection, power outage, and anything else that you think that their job could be affected. And by the way, if you cannot hear, I hear very loudly, but there is apparently a choir of children singing right here next to the pool. Apologies for the interruption. All right. Once that we have step one, which is the written interview, once that that form has been sent out, we will go to the next step, which is the test 
tasks. This is something that I recently introduced and depending on the position, these are the most important skills that you will be looking for during the test task. Accuracy, speed, communication style and logical reasoning. Now there could be a lot more but so far I noticed that these are the ones that are going to really show if a person is willing to take on whatever this position takes or if they are just not right there with you and they don't really care. So if they don't care during the test test you should not even go forward. Right? For the test test you can decide if this is going to be a paid or unpaid process. I've done both routes, both paid and unpaid. What I'm noticing, whenever I'm doing this unpaid, it's going to be, hey, this is what it takes and it's fine, right? Whenever it is paid, then it's it's okay as well. But what I am saying, just, just do not feel like obligating that you have to pay for the task. This is part of the test task. This is part of whenever you were going and just... Uh, I don't know, applying for jobs and you were in the real world. Uh, this type of test happened and honestly, I was not paid and I'm like, okay with that because I understand that this shows like commitment from my end. So whatever you are paying or unpaying, you really decide. There's no obligation to do what you don't like. If you want to pay for it, pay for it, right? During the test task, if the person fails this task, we would not move forward to the next step. Why? Is as I was saying, we're looking for accuracy, speed, communication style, and logical reasoning. Whenever we were not looking at these steps, but we were looking at responsibility and like charm and charisma and whatever, that is the next step. So we missed this step. And for example, now for, let's say for PPC, if you know clearly that this person or even for inventor, let's, let's say it inventory, if you are going to hire someone to just make sure that the inventory levels are always there and you have inventory or when you don't have inventory just check with the warehouse how to send new inventory into FBA if this person is not accurate with whatever they are doing and it's not really on point and they are not fast while they are doing this and the communication style is like okay whatever right there is no logical reasoning behind like okay, if I'm not going to send this uh, shipment into FBA, that is going to hurt the business and that is going to hurt eventually my job. So those would be very important things to look at. And then if the person does do really good on this test, we're going to move to the next step, which is in-person interview. The qualities you're looking for is really thinking for oneself. What I'm noticing now, especially since we're like two years in within this process of hiring remotely, is whenever we hire someone who was very task-oriented, they do not change. Even if they are great employees and very charismatic, if they are very task-oriented, they will stay task-oriented. But if they are really much more, look, these are the tests, but which are the next things that I should do if it's not showing up on my to-do list for today, right? Uh, those type of people are the ones that are thinking for themselves. They're always 110%, so they always give more than requested. This is really important, especially for you as a business owner. You as a business owner are like that, right? So you're giving your 110% whenever it comes to your business or should give your 110%. If you're not, I'm rethinking if you should work as an entrepreneur or be a business owner. 
okay now by joker side this person should really think of how to do more than expected because then that will show they want to be on the team they want to really shine at whatever they are doing so thinking for oneself being reliable i think that's a huge step that's going to move this interview to the next stage which is step four the one month review this one month review might not apply in your case if you're going to hire someone project-based but since we mostly are hiring part-time or full-time employees the one month review is something crucial that we're looking into and here what you basically need to do is creating a roadmap of how the month will look like for example this one month there are four weeks each week what is expected or what are the expectations from each week what is the level that that employee should be at after one week what is the outcome you expect to see during the monthly review this is really important since most of the time if especially if you are hiring someone just right away and you don't know how to do it if you don't know what to do or how to do then the person that you're hiring they won't know how to do or what to do here two tips the first one once that you have someone specific you should give them the opportunity to shine while just giving them also opportunity this is a process and they need to learn and they will highly likely not learn as fast as you especially if one of your strengths is learner as mine i do have most of the time the expectation from someone to learn fast or faster than they should just be aware of that and the second tip is going to be we also intentionally for this month we're paying a bit less for the first month in order to see if this person is really willing to learn and become a part of the team this way you'll see if everything during the interview process it's actually true if they didn't sold you on something that they are not we had dealt with a lot of people who are really really good during the interview but um, unfortunately upon really starting working with them they just didn't deliver the second tip here the fact that you're going to offer just a bit less for the first month is going to show if they are really hustlers someone who's willing to work in mind with a bigger picture to be part of the team and and really grow with the team or not this is something that we noticed you don't have to do it if you don't want to we started this way and it worked out way better than when we hired someone we gave them this is the uh, hourly rate are you okay with it and so on and they said yes and then the hourly rate then did not increase um, over the next month for the one month review these are the steps that we're looking for first off making sure that the person knows exactly what they need to do what are the expectations each week and you also know what is the expectation from them and after the one month review you will really have to see okay if that person delivered or not take away from me from my side i used to uh, it's funny that uh, people usually classify me as very mean person i'm just european and very like straightforward but what i'm noticing is that during the one month review if i'm not paying 100 percent attention if i am not making sure that the person that we just hired they are aware of what their expectations are um and i am just giving them more time than they should require i'm noticing that because of that i will give an extra month 
of review which is wrong this is something that i personally also have to learn once that i see that someone is not delivering it's not anymore about they are new but they're really not delivering if during the interview they promise that they are going to deliver something just be aware that if they did not deliver whatever you agreed on during the in-person interview they probably will not deliver in the second one either just heads up there a really important step. What should you do before hiring your first VA? I think this is the most crucial since whatever we are hearing about how to outsource, how to hire a virtual assistant and so on. Everyone is like, oh, I am just so sorry. I haven't done this before. And it's like regretting stuff. Well, let me tell you that while that is true, there are certain things that you should be aware and do before hiring your first VA. The first one here is going to be to making a list of all your skill sets, all the skills that you currently have and using in the business. So everything that is hard skills, things that are specific for the business, let's talk private label, for the private label, let's strategize. Okay, you have operations, execution, you have what else? Developing the product, you have the PPC size, so marketing, yeah. Um, so you have several hats that you're wearing, just write down all the hats that you're wearing and just be sure, okay, for this particular field I am good at, for this one I am not so good at, for that the other skill set I am just excellent, right? So based on this list you will decide what are you the best at and you can create an SOP for yourself. It's funny that I heard Mina Elias on uh, one of our podcasts uh, and they were chatting with Carlos about PPC and uh, agency and so on and he was also mentioning that you should hire based on your strengths, not based on your weaknesses. And I totally agree to that. I think that most of the time we are hiring based on the things that we don't want to do or don't don't want to learn how to do it, right? While that it has its place, I think first things that we should hire out are things that you are excellent at. Giving you an example, our first hire was someone who took over social media. I was doing social media beforehand and I knew exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly what I want to achieve with social media part. I wanted to have content there all the time. I wanted to have specific captions and specific engagement. So all those things are going to be crucial because then you can give guidance. Otherwise, especially if you're hiring someone who's like beginner to intermediate, you don't know what they are doing. They will not know what they need to do so this is why i'm also agreeing to what mina was saying please hire out first the things that you're really good at because that's going to free up your time and you can think of other things that you're not so good at and hire those out the second thing that you should do before hiring your first team member is making a list of all the things that you're currently doing in the business so based on this list you will decide which things are priority to outsource now and if you have the budget to hire for the position that is the most time consuming in your business that you can outsource easily that is something that you would do so first off know what are you really good at and then second okay which are the things that I'm good at but it takes a lot of time or I'm good at but it doesn't take so much time based on that list you will decide ideally the things that are the most time consuming for you to outsource. So summing up quickly today's episode about how to hire, you should know what experience level do you need, how much budget do you have, how much time does the work requires and then the platforms we were talking about online jobs, PH, Fiverr, Upwork, FreeUp and connections of current employees that the hiring process can be project-based or part-time or full-time based and 
which are the most important questions that you should be asking during your evaluation process, the four steps. You can have more, you can have less. It really doesn't matter at this point, but the most important thing is for you to understand that there should be steps. It should be a written interview, a test task, an in-person interview, and a one-month review. This is the best that I, I found so far that worked for us. And then the most important thing that you should do before hiring your first virtual assistant and new team member is making a list of your own skill set and then making a list of all the things that you're currently doing in the business i certainly hope that this was helpful for you for me i wish this was available like a long time ago the purpose of this episode is really helping you know better i think it's most important because most of the time what i've seen especially during even during our meetings we are a community of e-com sellers but we are different levels and sometimes it's hard to learn or hard to apply specific things simply because we are at different levels and what i'm doing right now in our business might not work for you but as general thought these are the first steps that I would personally do when it comes to hiring. Please let me know how did you like this episode. We are always excited whenever we are hearing from you. All right, till next Wednesday, be good.